This is Hopcast. Finals are back. Today I'm joined with Karina and Adele, who are two of Hops, about their latest blog, Vinyls Are Back. Firstly, I'm going to introduce a little bit about vinyl records, and then I'm going to introduce you to the duo and follow up this up by asking them a series of questions to really help you understand why the harpists really feel vinyls are the big things to buy and listen to right now. So, firstly, our listeners, did you know that the first LP prototype was developed by Western Electric and was introduced as far back as 1926? And just like the 7 and the 12 inch of today, it had recordings on both sides. However, unlike the records that we carefully take out of the inner sleeve of today, these played from the label out to the edge. So, on that note, firstly I'd like to say hello to Karina and Adele. Hello! hello. <laughs> I appreciate that this is your first half cast, so I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and to our music fan base. Firstly, can you tell me a little bit about yourselves, what you do and how you got into play? Uh, well, we are two of harps and we are a sister duo. Um, I'm the eldest one, Adele. And <laughs> I'm the youngest one. And Karina is the younger one. Uh, we have been playing for about 12 years now. So we started in a little island called Scalpe, and this was actually, it, it was Adele that actually started off with the harps. Um, so I went to um, summer kind of school. Uh, for about a week and it's uh, called a fache uh, so what happens in Scotland if you go to a fache you can choose two or three uh, traditional Scottish activities and the idea of it is just to bring back the tradition and make you feel more connected uh, so we chose Highland dancing funnily enough <laughs> and uh, the harp or the clarsach um, that's the uh, Scottish name for it for a lever harp which uh, we play when you said I'd like to play the harp I guess you couldn't do Scottish dancing either but could you do either of them before no this was a brand new thing so um so yes we we started it off really uh as an experiment so Adele brought the harp back to practice you know a little showcase let's say and then yes I said I wanted to start because I was getting a bit envious <laughs> We're quite competitive. <laughs> oh, I see. And are the harps, were these the really large harps? I'm sorry, I don't know what they're called. No, so a clarsach or a lever harp is normally as smaller than the big pedal harps or the concert harps you, you, you hear in an orchestra. Um, you actually add something completely different to it. Um, it gives it that unique sound because it is smaller and it has a really amazing resonance which I don't often find in a pedal harp. And, it, and is it true now that you both play small harps rather than large harps and how did that happen? So we... Um, we really like being quite versatile as a duo, so we like playing anywhere and everywhere that is possible. So we found um, downsizing and upgrading uh, quite a, quite an in, quite a good investment in our business because it means we can play more places, we can play internationally, and it just makes us even more versatile than we were already. 
And how do your clients find that then? Do they expect you to turn up? You said it was a large pedal harp. Do they expect you to turn up with a large pedal harp? Or do they do they do you communicate to them in advance that it's going to be a small harp? How does that yeah, work? So normally we, we hold a meeting. Um, so if they can't get to us face-to-face, uh, we do hold a meeting on WhatsApp or Skype or wh- whatever platform they want to use so they can see us, they can hear how it all sounds, um, they can choose their music. Uh, so I think, and we also show them around our music room, so we show them all our harps, our piano, and so they know what to expect. And obviously online, you know, we've got so many different photos with our small harps now. Um, the uh, most exciting uh, recent one was when we went to Borthwick Castle. And uh, I say it was exciting because we had to climb 77 stairs with our spiral staircase. Spiral, it was a spiral it was, yeah, really tiny, and it was quite um, tight. Tight. So getting around that, all the way to the top, then down to the middle, then down to the bottom throughout the day would have been impossible with a pedal harp. Oh, fantastic. That sounds absolutely brilliant. So uh, it means that you can basically play, as Karina said, anywhere, anytime, any place. Yeah. (laughs) Now we will play you our cover of Ed Sheeran's Perfect. This is Harpcast. I found a love for me Darling, just dive right in Follow my lead And I found a girl Beautiful and sweet I never knew you'd be the someone waiting for me Knowing what it was I 
But no, my dad had this amazing Kenwood record player and it had um, lights. So as the record went round, the lights went in the opposite direction. So the corner for me was the really sacred place in the house where when my parents went out, of course, the music went on as loud as you could possibly imagine. So what sweet Bible memories do you two have when you were kind of growing up? Okay, so I'm a millennium baby, so I, d I don't have a sweet... Um, uh, vinyl I'm memories. Sharing, I'm sharing my age. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that CDs were out by then. Um, but I do have a lots of cassette memories because I still use cassettes. And Fantastic. my cassette memory was Harry Potter, Stephen Fry, reading all of them. <laughs> I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so that's my cassette memory. How I was introduced to um, vinyls <coughs> and my record player uh, was with my parents as well and uh, mum and dad turned up one day and they came back home with all these massive boxes and I was like they're like oh Adele can you help you know us get them out of the car I was like okay and they were really heavy I was like what is all this they've gone to a boot fair and somebody was selling off all their record collection hundreds and hundreds of all these yeah. vinyls uh, packed in just boxes I was like oh wow that's amazing so I just remember flicking through them all you know organizing them um, buying a box to keep the the favorites in it was really exciting just to be able to see that that vast there's just there's hundreds of them everywhere and how much did they pay for this record collection Oh my gosh! I don't, I don't. It wasn't actually that much. You didn't ask. No, I didn't want to ask. Because what's really interesting now about vinyls is that you can people now sell entire record collections, and there are records worth thousands and. Thousands I know. We 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 were looking through the vinyls, and some of them we actually some of them we gave away. Some of them we sold on eBay. And there, there was like this Disney one because it was, it was. We looked up the uh, the codes on the back in a special website, and it would tell you how much they were worth. So you didn't put them on for like peanuts if they were worth more than peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! I appreciate that vinyl record is more about the artists and the sound. But do you have a favourite record sleeve and why? Without even hearing the sound. You can hear it in your head, right? Yeah, and it's 
because you get association with it. And one of my favourites was um, when I was younger was I was completely addicted to Joy Division. And there's a <laughs> and there's a favourite record sleeve which is Unknown Ple- Pleasure and something I owned. And when I used to get that out, it's just a completely black um, sleeve, but it's got a white line on it basically that mm-hmm. represents sound. And that was like the most precious thing. <laughs> so, take the record out and put it on and then also just carefully put the record sleeve somewhere and if my sister came in who's a bit like Karina a little bit more clumsy then I'd be petrified that she'd just stomp all over oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah. For my when I passed my O levels, basically my mum and dad would give me ten pound for every O level that I got. That was quite a lot of money back then. I hope you yeah. got very rich. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what did I do with it? I bought a new record deck. Ah. <laughs> That's amazing. Because <laughs> that was what was important to me. So it was important to me to pass more O levels than it was not, because then it meant that I could get a better record player. That's how important it was. So you weren't allowed to use your dad's Kenwood one then? Only when he was out and he didn't know he was using it. <laughs> oh, there's the catch. So now, where do, where can people go to buy sort of record sleeves, kind of like records rather locally? So Sainsbury's. Yeah, Sainsbury's have yeah. got their own. Funnily enough, some larger supermarket stores like Sainsbury's have actually opened up. If they have a music aisle, they've opened up a special vinyl section. Fantastic. And we were going down there and I was like, hang on a second, are those vinyls? And yeah, they've got a whole uh, collection of different vinyls. Amazon. Um, the classics and then some of the mo- more modern songs in the charts as well, they brought out um, vinyls. Amazon as well. Um, getting them on Amazon, you can search a album and most of the time, 99% of the time, the album will have been released in, a, uh, in vinyl. Fantastic. So, you two both are musicians. Do you mostly play other people's music, i.e. cover versions, or do you write your own songs? Uh, that depends. Uh, in our duo, we we do, we have composed several songs, um, but we mainly play covers because that's what people recognise and uh, what they're familiar with, so um, it makes better background music. So I've been talking to Karina and Adele about vinyls and my final question that we all want to know is if somebody offered to lay one of your tracks onto a black vinyl disc, what would it be and why? Well, funny you should say that. We have got a brand new single that we're absolutely in love with at the moment and we hope that everybody will love it when it comes out on Saturday. It's called Saturday, well. Yeah, I know, it's Saturday. It's it's really soon. And um it's called Our Past. Um it's a song it's a breakup song, so yes, oh, it, it's sad. It's <laughs> um but really beautiful I think. Uh we've tried to capture that feeling of when you lose someone. Um so I think people can relate to it in all different contexts. Brilliant. And what would you put on your B side then? Because of course you've got a record with two sides. I think it would be um, a song that we wrote a few years back and it was called, it, it, it is called Innocence. And this song is about becoming less naive and um, being like growing up basically and losing the naiveness and 
innocence of childhood. <laughs> Fantastic. So if my cl- um, if my listeners kind of wanted to buy your, your track, it, I guess it's not available on vinyl, but I guess it's available in some means that they could purchase it. How could they buy our past? It's uh, available digitally on pretty much every um, streaming platform, so Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Amazon, whatever you use, um, then we can um, say that you have to search for Two of Harps, Our Past, and it will come up. Fantastic. Well, girls, thank you very much. Today's been a really wonderful blog, and we really appreciate it. If our listeners could clap, they'd be clapping now. So just to remind everybody, I've been talking to Karina and Adele from Two of Harps, and their latest track is out this Saturday, which is really exciting, called Our Past. We can't wait to hear it. And thank you both very much. That's Two of Harps with their new track, Our Past, this Saturday. Here is an exclusive preview of our single, Our Past. This is Hopcast.